0: New Year's is a time for celebration, well wishes, and midnight kisses. But for a lot of people, it's all about one thing Parties. The way that we celebrate New Year's tends to change throughout the years. For some people, it might involve a rager at a hotel. For others, a classy evening with charcuterie and wine might be in order. But for the select few, New Year's celebrations can be enjoyed aboard a yacht. While this might sound fun, it's important to remember that the price of a boat doesn't necessarily guarantee your safety on it. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the murders of Ben Smart and Olivia Hope, a couple that went out on a yacht on New Year's and were never seen again. To start, I do just want to say Happy New Year's to you all. I know that this tends to be a pivotal time where we all look back on our year and wonder what we can do better. Obviously, as you know, Atta ended up going on hold through the holidays, and I appreciate you guys sticking with me through that. This was my second full year of working exclusively for myself because, yes, I did dive into my business as a full source of income just a few months before the pandemic hit. But I can honestly say that the end of the year just hits different when you run a business, especially in my line of work. Everyone is eager to spend what is left of their budgets, no one responds to emails in a timely fashion, and I get the joy of pulling everything together to make sure that everything is in line for my taxes, which I am responsible for. So, it's a lot, and December was a difficult month before all of that, so I'm glad to have taken the time to be able to bring you guys better and less frantic content. I hope you all had lovely celebrations and that everyone stayed safe, but now I'm going to tell you a story about a couple that met an untimely demise during their New Year's celebration. At least that's how the story goes. It was January 1st, 1998 in New Zealand, but only barely. Olivia Hope and Ben Smart were two friends trying to make the most of their holiday. I have to assume that this was not an easy feat. Even though Ben was 21, Olivia was only 17. This meant that she wasn't legally old enough to drink. And assuming that you all have been to a few New Year's parties, you know that drinking often plays a role. But these two found themselves at the Furneaux Lodge. Now. I've recently acquired a client that runs an island resort, so my interest in lodges and resorts and ritzy hotels has certainly increased lately, so I had to look this place up. And I will say that it looks absolutely amazing. While I'm sure that it has changed throughout the last couple of decades, I'm pretty positive it was just as wonderful back then. It brings together nature and luxury in a way that basically made me want to book a flight immediately. But then, I remembered what led me there. This particular lodge had an ongoing New Year's Eve party that evening, and Ben and Olivia were ringing in the new year with non-stop partying. Finally, around 4am, the two decided that maybe it was time to wind down. In their original plan, they were going to sleep aboard a local yacht, which you can apparently just do. (laughs) I'm not sure if this is common in New Zealand, but I do have to say I kept asking myself who was funding all of this for these two young people. Regardless, they hopped on a water taxi and made their way over to a yacht called the Tamarack, which was where they planned to sleep. My favorite detail about this was the fact that the water taxi driver was also the lodge's bartender. So he was the one getting people messed up and then safely ferrying them to their sleeping quarters, which is just very sweet and attentive in my opinion. But bartender slash captain Guy Wallace took them to the Tamarack. There was just one problem. It was 4 a.m., and pretty much everyone else had already gone to bed. These two assumed that there would be room on the boat, but there wasn't, so they had to hop back on the water taxi. At this point, the situation is looking to turn into a fairly rough night for them. It is 4 a.m., they're tired, they need a place to sleep. On the water taxi, they began to talk with another passenger. Now, this guy is riding the water taxi, but he tells Olivia and Ben that he has his own yacht. I'm not sure why he was on the water taxi, I'll be honest. Obviously, he had his own boat. Maybe he was drinking, maybe he was on another boat partying, or maybe he was just lying in wait for the perfect victims at a desperate hour. We don't know. But what we do know is that this strange and unidentified man offered to let them sleep aboard his yacht. Obviously, they didn't really have options. So, our trusty bartender delivered them to this yacht and then Ben and Olivia follow their new captain aboard. At this point, everything just goes pure radio silence. After walking onto that yacht... Ben and Olivia were never seen again. They failed to contact anyone on January 1st. By January 2nd, their parents were calling the police to report them as missing. People are worried, obviously, wondering what might have happened, and police start asking questions. Guy Wallace speaks up and informs them of the kind of boat he left them on, and other witnesses confirm this as well. But... Strangely enough, police ended up accusing a man with a slightly modified version of the boat instead. Witnesses reported a double mast boat, but the accused, a man named Scott Watson, had only a single mast on his. And this is where this case gets a little weird to me. I think we live in a world where we are so used to seeing crimes where someone very clearly did it, but convicting them is difficult. And true crime fans love and hate this, right? It makes for a great and frustrating story, but it's also horrible when families don't receive the justice that they deserve. You will find that this is not the case here. The same year that Ben and Olivia disappeared, Scott Watson was arrested for their murders. It's just a little strange because... There is no proof that Olivia and Ben actually were murdered. Neither of them were ever found. And police searched the area, water and all. Their bodies never surfaced, no indication of them. I'm not all that caught up on New Zealand laws, but a murder conviction without any bodies is nearly unheard of as far as I know. But obviously that was not the case here. Police found two blonde hairs that they suspected were Olivia's, and from what I can tell, it was all suspicion not actually proven. They used what they had to arrest this man, Watson, and people were a little surprised. People felt like there was a lot more investigative work to be done, people to interview, and spaces to explore. But... They did arrest him, and a year later, he was convicted of their murders and sentenced to life imprisonment without parole for a minimum of 17 years. Almost immediately, Watson started trying to appeal his sentence, and some interesting things came to light. Eventually, witnesses came forward to admit that police pressured them into speaking out. Watson told anyone who would listen that he was unfairly targeted, claiming that police went after him just for having his boat in the same place that the pair was last seen. There were witnesses saying that he left the party after only one drink and that he seemed to try and leave the yacht area fairly quickly the next morning. People claimed that he was prone to violence and had other character flaws. Watson petitioned for pardons and asked for parole but his parole has been denied repeatedly, even at the point where he became eligible. There was an instance where his cellmate said that he confessed to the murders, but then it later became apparent that there was actually a lot of incentive for them to do so. So, it's all really messy. At this point, Watson has contended his charges for 23 years, which is pretty wild to think about. His next opportunity to appeal is in 2023, so it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out, or if anything changes. This just feels like such a strange case for me. You guys know me, right? I'm not going to say that he did or didn't do it. It's very possible that he was a predator hunting for prey that night, but I do feel like the evidence is a bit iffy at best. I'm not saying the wrong guy is in prison because the situation is fairly damning, but it does seem pretty wild that he was charged with full-on murder without the confirmation that Ben and Olivia were ever murdered at all. Regardless, two young people never made it home. I guess I just hope that another person's life wasn't ruined in the process as well, if that makes sense. for a lot of us new year's day is a day to start changing our lives or at least it's a day to be hung over while you make plans to change your life starting on the following monday but it isn't that for everyone right some people even good people don't get to kick off the new year I learned this lesson a couple of weeks ago in a pretty hard way, and I was reminded of it again a few days ago when I saw a trending act of violence and realized that I actually knew the names in the article. The year doesn't always end happy for people, and the new year doesn't always start happy for people either. But I like to think that there are always some bits in the middle that make it all worth it. So I will extend the obligatory basic podcaster well wishes. I hope that you all had a safe and fun night last night, and I hope that as you head into your new year, you do things that will make you proud when you look back to reflect on it. Start the business, write the story, learn that new hobby, go hiking more, hug your family, change your hair, launch a podcast. Do all of it or don't do any of it. Just do something that will make you better by the end of 2022. I think we all deserve that, right? So if you want to discuss yacht parties, Lord of the Rings, or launching your own business or creative endeavor in 2022, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at DetPod. Thanks, guys.